Hey there, my name is Britton. I'm just a regular wife and mom like you, who also happens to be a clinical pharmacist and I work outside the home a few days a week. When motherhood happened, I discovered that the main thing saving my sanity was my morning quiet time and my morning workouts. I've made it my mission to help other mamas save their sanity too, where our mornings meet faith and fitness so you can have less frustrations, brighter days, and enjoy your life right now. Well, hey there, friend. It has been a minute. As I'm recording this, we are the end of August, and let's just say I am definitely not a computer pro. And a couple weeks ago, I got on my computer to record some podcasts, and my folder was completely gone. My whole folder that had all my podcasting, you know, presets and episodes recorded. And I was can't figure it out. Like I said, I'm not a computer pro. And so I searched obviously my computer, my finder, everything like that. I searched the iCloud and it's disappeared. So rather than get frustrated and freak out, I closed my laptop and decided I'm not gonna deal with it right now. So we are, it was the end of summer, you know, last month of summer, last month of my pregnancy, I decided it was just not something I was going to stress out about, but here I am now my baby. I mean, like I said, last month of pregnancy and baby is supposed to be here next week. So I decided, you know, I wanted to record one more podcast before I take another several weeks off. And last night I had a really fun night. We have a local shop that does really fun girls nights and get togethers and activities. And I was asked to come speak on self care. And I'll get into that in a second. But I thought this would be the perfect kind of like podcast to kind of record as we change our routines as school is starting. And that's so I decided I was going to buck up and re record a few things. So here we are. Thanks for coming back and hanging around. As I mentioned, I'm due to have babe, my fourth baby next week. And, you know, it was just the last month of summer. I wanted to spend time with my kids, just playing and hanging out in the sun, not stressing about, you know, things that don't necessarily matter in the world, such as computer issues, right? So that's what that's what we're doing here. But let's get into it. So I wanted to talk about self-care and specifically routines kind of because that's what I was asked to come speak about to a group of ladies is kind of like a workshop style last night and it was so fun because we actually they had it set up so we all got 30 minute massages and it was kind of on rotation they had three masseuses and the whole night was kind of like a self-care night type thing for moms we got a 30 minute massage which was amazing I've never had a prenatal massage before but it felt so good and then they could come and I did like a little 30 minute workshop thing on self care and you know, routines and healthy habits. So that's what I wanted to share with you today was kind of the message that I shared with them last night. And so to start it off, it was about self care. And when you hear the word self care, what do you think about? And I was kind of surprised that they had asked me to come speak about self-care because, you know, if you've been listening to this, that I am all about morning routines. I'm all about habits, healthy habits. And so I was like, I'm not really a, like a self-care advocate. I mean, obviously, I believe in self-care, but I don't like promote it. And so 
I was just kind of like hesitant to say yes. But as I started thinking about it, I was like, actually, you know what? All the things that I do for myself, I would consider self-care for myself. And so when you think of self-care, what is it you're thinking of? Like, what's the worldly definition of self-care? What is it that social media tries to portray self-care as? And when you think of that, I'm sure things like getting a massage comes to mind or maybe getting a pedicure or maybe going on, you know, a shopping spree by yourself. Like what is self-care for you in that sense? And I, those things totally apply as self-care. But my thing with it is, is how often do you actually go and get a massage, you know, to take care of yourself? How often do you get to have a pedicure or go out by yourself on you know, a loan shopping spree. It's not very often. And so my whole goal is to help us realize like, what are the things that really can be applied as self-care and how do we make them routine and regular in our lives? So when I started out, I actually Googled the definition of self-care and why was it so important? And the definition came back as it's the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, and then the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, and in particular during periods of stress, right? That totally makes sense. That's what self-care is. And then why is it important? And it says it's because it encourages you to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself so that you can transmit, you know, those good feelings to others, and that you cannot give to others what you don't have yourself. So, while some may say it's selfish to have self-care, it is far from that. Now, that is what the internet says self-care is, and I would totally agree with that. But why is it that self-care is portrayed as like this glamorous like spa day, right? Because, yeah, that's self-care, but what's a regular form of self-care? So that's kind of what my little workshop was about. And to start off, we talked about that, but then I want you... So I actually had a worksheet, which... Maybe I'll see if I can attach it to the show notes too so that you can be able to download this worksheet. Obviously, you don't need it. You can just write these thoughts down in a journal. And I totally believe that when you're thinking of things, I want you to actually think how this applies to you and write it down because this can really help you in your perspective, in your routines, your outlook on life as you're going forward as we start this new school year with your kids and trying new things for yourself. So I would love for you to really think about this and write it down. So my first question was, what is something that you have done today or earlier this week that brings you joy? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, in fact, I would love it to be a small thing because that means it can be a regular routine thing. So think about that for a second. What have you done today, this morning, maybe last night that has brought you joy? And it doesn't have to be, you know, a so-called definition part of self-care. Maybe it was something with your family. Maybe it was something with your kids. Maybe it was just something for yourself. So some examples that you might think of are like maybe going on a walk outside, maybe waking up to see the sunrise, maybe having some quiet time to yourself, right? Just little, little examples of things that just bring you joy and kind of bring you back to your present moment. Okay. So that was the first question. And then the next question was, after you thought of that thing, well, would you consider this thing that brought you joy to be a form of self-care? And then most of the women 
would say, yeah, actually, I do believe that that could be a form of self-care. And I want you to remember that your self-care doesn't have to be the same as somebody else's self-care. Like it can be a totally different thing. And just because it's a self-care, like it feels like self-care right now, doesn't mean that's how it was five years ago or how it's going to be next year. Like it's ever evolving and ever changing, right? But it is personal to you. I'll give you an example for myself. So you all know you're listening to this podcast that I love morning routines. So a form of self-care for me, right, is having time to exercise, maybe going to a group exercise class with my friends, having time to read my scriptures, having quiet time to ponder and think. So early morning quiet time is a form of self-care that I love. I love taking baths, you know, by myself without children, watching a movie that I want to watch, maybe baking something in the kitchen, listening to some fun music. Like these are all forms of self-care that I consider to be enjoyable for me. So what would you consider to be a form of self-care for yourself? And why are these considered to be self-care? And I would say it's because they make me a better mom. They make me a better wife. They make me a better person in general because I'm feeling better. I'm sure you've heard the analogy, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup and you might picture like this cup that is like you're pouring out, like you're this full cup and you're pouring yourself out into all these other little cups. But have you seen the one where it's like cup, there's a couple cups and then one stacked on top of it and there's a pitcher of water pouring into the top cup and as the top cup is filling up, it's overflowing into the cups beneath it. And that's how I like to envision it right? The more we fill ourselves up, the more overflowing, the more we're able to give to others. Instead of picturing ourselves as this cup that we're like constantly pouring into others, pouring into others, but pouring into ourselves and just by, you know, natural, I can't even think of the word. We're pouring into others as we're pouring into ourselves, right? So I want you to think about that and really write it down for you. What is something that you consider to be self-care that is simple but that fills you up and that makes you, you know, the better mom, the better wife, the better person that you want to be. So as I was kind of researching how I was going to teach about self-care, because I hadn't really thought that I was like that much of a self-care person, which it turns out apparently I am, but they break self-care down into several categories. So let's kind of go through these categories. The first one is physical. And this seems so obvious, right? Like what are some examples? And I want you to write this down of physical self-care that you do for yourself. And we kind of already went through these. So exercise, I would say, would be considered a physical form of self-care. Taking a bath or, you know, having your spa day, your massage, things like that are physical forms of self-care. Eating healthy foods. I actually was thinking about this the other morning when I woke up really early before work to do my workout that you guys know I do that because it's for the after feeling, right? It's for how I feel later in the day. It doesn't necessarily feel good in the moment. And I was like, you know what? This is self-care for me. I don't want to wake up. I don't really want to be doing this right now, but I know that later I'm going to be so happy that I did. So self-care doesn't necessarily have to feel good in the moment. It's kind of the after effects. And that has to do with healthy eating, right? It doesn't necessarily feel good when you choose the salad over the french fries, but the after effects feel pretty good. However, I still believe in treats and things in moderation. So, you know, there's balance in all things. 
But then we have other examples of physical self-care, like maybe getting your hair done or your makeup done or wearing clothes that you like. Like, I think that is very important to feel good about yourself. So write down for you, what are your personal physical forms of self-care that you can provide for yourself? Okay, so next category is mental, which can be broken down into emotional and psychological. And this one is kind of like, Yes, obviously we need where like meditation and quiet time comes in and having time to think or to read or to ponder, things like that. This gives examples of like complimenting yourself when you look in the mirror or allowing yourself to cry when you feel sad or maybe spending time with loved ones and relationships. Maybe you need to say no to extra responsibilities, things that are going to reduce your stress level. These are the kinds of things that help our mental health, right? And then our next category is spiritual self-care, which I believe kind of goes along with our mental self-care, but it, it's your its own thing also. So what is your form of spiritual self-care? Do you like to go to church? Do you like to go to, you know, religious activities? Do you like to read your scriptures? Do you like to have quiet time? Do you like to listen to podcasts or talks? What kind of things are you doing to increase your spirituality One of the things that the girls brought up at the class last night was kind of like being out in nature, right? How much does nature make us think about, you know, what is out there, like the bigger picture, um, you know, all of God's creations, like how beautiful it is. Uh, Another example would be to, you know, have your journal time, have your gratitude, write things down in a journal, your thoughts. So Lots of different things can be applied here into our mental and into our spiritual forms of self-care. So like I said, once again, think what this is for you. What would count as your, you know, mental self-care, spiritual self-care? And then for one of the last categories, it says having professional self-care. And I think this applies whether in the workforce or if you're a mom at home. It says if you're in the workforce, you're taking time to chat with coworkers or peers. I think if you're at home... You're taking time to chat with adults, right? It says to decorate your workspace, but to also have a clean and welcoming home that you like to spend your time in. And then we have, you know, balancing our workload, having your work-life balance, where, I mean, I've talked about that before, where no such thing has life balance, but doing what we want when we want to do it and feeling good about ourselves, having hobbies, not just work, not just family, not just kids, but doing things that we actually want to be doing to develop ourselves and have different areas of interest. So as we've been going through all these different things, I hope you've been able to kind of think like, okay, this is something that I do that I consider to be self-care for myself. And I hope that you're writing things down because now what I had the ladies do was to take out take out your planner or your calendar. I had a worksheet if you grab the printout from the notes and it is kind of like a mock week of like, here's a blank slate of, you know, your Monday through Sunday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I want you to go through and write in, first of all, you're going to write in the things that you have to do. So your appointments, kids activities, things that, you know, are necessary during your week. But then you're going to go through and you are actually going to pencil in the things that we just went through. That's how we make our routine and regular self-care for ourselves. So when you have time, I want you to, it only takes a couple of minutes. So really think about the things that 
you know, bring you joy that is self-care for you so that you are overflowing and abundant so that you can pour into others. And I want you to write it down because when we write it down, we're consciously thinking about it. And it can either be, maybe it's for this week, maybe it's for the next week, but I want you to write down kind of like a mock week, an example of your ideal week. And things to remember is that it does not have to be all or nothing. So you don't have to do something every single day. Maybe you choose three days. Maybe it's once a week you do this thing. Okay, I once coached a girl who she was having some postpartum depression. And, you know, we talked about scheduling things and having at least one one thing a week that you looked forward to and you got excited about. So this is a form of self-care, right? Maybe it's a date night. Maybe it's, you know, a night out with your friends. Maybe it's an hour by yourself going on a walk. You know, just whatever is something that you think sounds fun and you would look forward to. And then you put it on your calendar because then it's there and you're excited for it, right? Okay, I hope you're able to do that and, you know, kind of write it out, kind of see what is truly self-care. It's not necessarily going and getting a massage or a pedicure or spending all this money on a shopping spree. Self-care can be done every single day if you want to. What is something that fills you up? And of course, like I said, I feel like this ties in so perfectly with my morning routine and the things that I do that kind of fill me up so that makes me a better mom and a better wife. Now, as I was going through this, I kind of wanted to talk the last question that you will see if you print out the sheet is that I have a question that says, what does thriving mean to you? And that's because the last few months, I have just been kind of obsessed with this idea of like, what does it mean to thrive? Like what is thriving. I want to feel like I'm thriving. And I think that's because I'm pregnant. I've been pregnant for, you know, nine months now. And I kind of feel like I'm in survival mode, not so much thriving. But last year, I like as I reflect back, like I felt so good. Like I felt awesome, happy, optimistic, you know, great physical shape. Like I was doing so good. Like I felt like I was thriving. And so now I'm like comparing myself to that, which we should never compare ourselves. I know that. And you need to remember there are different seasons of life. And I know that. And so I was thinking, how can I feel like I am thriving right now in my personal, you know, season in this state of pregnancy? And so I looked up the definition of thriving and it says if you were to talk about a child or an animal or a plant, it means to grow or develop well or vigorously and then also to prosper or flourish. So right now as you're thinking about your life, do you feel like you are flourishing? Do you feel like you're prospering? Do you feel like you are thriving? And I kind of feel like that's the goal, right? We don't want to always be in survival mode and there are times when it's okay to be in survival mode, but we don't want to stay there for a long time. And so as I was thinking about, you know, I've been thinking about thriving for several months and kind of researching it. And then I got asked to talk about self-care and it is actually goes hand in hand. A lot of it, you know, is the same. What are the things that make you feel like you're thriving? Look back. Are they the same things that you said were considered self-care for yourself or when you're doing these things? that you consider to be self-care, does it help you to feel like you're thriving? So I think it's all individual. The things that make us thrive are different for each one of us, just like the things that we each consider to be self-care are different from, for each of us. And we get to choose what those things are. So in my experience, 
I think there are specific things that help us feel like we're thriving. And I broke it into categories. Before I even studied self-care, and you want to know the categories I broke it into, it was our physical bodies and physical health, right? Our mental health and our thoughts, and then our personal quiet time or spiritual health, which are basically the same categories that we just went through for our self-care. So I just want you to have that kind of thought as you are embarking on this new season, school starting, you're starting new routines for yourself. Be intentional with how you want to feel with the things that you want to do so that you can feel like you're thriving and that you can really be on top of things and feel like you are living the life that you are meant to live and feel good living it. So with that, thanks for listening, friend. I am going to check out for you know, a few weeks, you know, as I have this little baby. And if you want to check in with me, I'm sure I'll be posting a few things on Instagram with the new babe. But I hope you have a wonderful fall and I'll talk to you in a few weeks. It won't be too long, but I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.